We've seen situations where uh, conservative backbenchers have referred to some of this government's decisions as tyrannical in terms of how we're uh, make, creating mandates for vaccination of public servants or vaccination of people on trains and airplanes. Well, the answer to tyranny is to have an election. So you're calling yourself a tyrant? That's an off, awfully odd thing for the Prime Minister to say, but say it he did on his launch to elections that we don't need. Let me bring in my friend Tom Korski, who, of course, is the managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter, because if you're looking for the dirt, they dig it up. No one doing it better these days. And, of course, these are the stories that do need all the attention. Tom, joining me now. Good to have you, sir. Thank you, Alex. What'd you make of that little comment? <laughs> uh, strange, and that would make, uh, he's referring to a MP from Fort McMurray, Alberta, uh, Dave Yurtiga, would make Dave Yurtiga's mm. uh, three-paragraph news release last Tuesday, I guess, <laughs> one of the most famous news releases from a uh, an Alberta MP in history. It's strange. It's a strange start uh, to the campaign. Um, Mr. Yurtiga was making a very uh, straightforward point that has been echoed, in fact, by the Privacy Commissioner, that it's a big deal to mandate uh, disclosure of personal health information to access public services. In fact, the uh, Privacy Commissioner said that's a breach of federal law. So it's not as if uh, you have to be a crazy or conspiracy theorist to have a lot of issues with saying you can't board an aircraft in Canada unless you disclose your personal medical information. Yeah. Well, you know, the one thing that hasn't been asked and haven't heard, maybe I'll dig into it myself, is what do the public sector unions think of this? I can't imagine that they're, you know, um, that they probably are getting a lot of blowback from their federal employees or people saying, well, how can they force this on me? So where are the public sectors in this? Any idea? Well, uh, the unions in concept uh, appreciate the fact that uh, the Privy Council and the Prime Minister have said they're, they're going to negotiate with their bargaining agent. Let's be frank. Does anybody think anybody is getting fired in Ottawa because they did not get a vaccine? The president of the Privy Council was asked this question twice on Friday and said, I, I don't, that's not a question we're asking ourselves. Of course you're not. Because the whole point of the announcement was to put some focus on vaccinations. Of course no one is getting fired. No one is being denied boarding. And no one is being denied access to public services. And you know why? Because it's illegal. <laughs> because you can't do mm. it. Yeah, there might be a little bit of a charter issue with that. But, you know, I think you're being too polite, Tom, because bottom line is they've completely flip-flopped on this. It was January 14th when the prime minister came out and said, I will not mandate vaccines because of the fear it will create two societies. And now all of a sudden some polling comes in and it's like, wow, Ontario and Quebec love this. So we're going to mandate vaccines. This was to wedge Aaron O'Toole. Aaron O'Toole is happily allowing himself to fall into this, you know, trap. Uh, but it's very disingenuous because the Liberals, A, have no legislation to put this in place. There's no framework. I don't know if they can even do this. And as you guys point out, um, you know, disclosure of medical information um, when it comes to public services is a breach of the Privacy Act. So uh, they're announcing very um, loosely what they're going to do, fully knowing they probably can't even do it. I think there's one takeaway, Alex, uh, uh, and, and I have been called too polite many, many times. <laughs> the, the, the problem is, as you, as you mentioned, the prime minister back in January said he would never 
mandate vaccinations because he called it an extreme measure, very divisive. He said there were many political, uh, legitimate reasons, political, personal, why someone would choose not to be vaccinated. And indeed, more than six million eligible Canadians are not. But there's no question this campaign will not end the way it began. They are headed towards what they have outlined even before the election was called very divisive issues on mm-hmm. Internet regulation, on um, whether there is uh, racism in Canada, whether racism is systemic. They have laid out very stark cards And I would be very surprised if those cards do not begin to be played one by one. So we started with a reference to tyranny based Mm. on a fairly obscure news release by an MP from Cold Lake, Alberta. How will it end? I'm guessing it will not end happily. Yeah, it's interesting, and there are a couple of big issues coming up. Uh, Aaron O'Toole is um, going hard on this issue over the Chinese, um, you know, getting access, uh, Chinese military specifically, getting access to that Winnipeg lab. That should be a very big issue, Tom. The reason that the Trudeau government, or even the fact that they are taking their own House Speaker, a liberal, to court to seal these these records about why these scientists were getting access to like our most sensitive information that should be an issue for canadians i don't think it will be uh, but that's the kind of stuff that aaron o'toole is going to campaign on and for the everyday person they're like uh-huh what do you what what, what money are you going to give me well <laughs> you're going to find out but you know my favorite is uh, there were almost a million pages where the records on pandemic mismanagement i know Speaking of the winnipeg lab that that lab was a microbiology lab they hired researchers affiliated with the People's Liberation Army of China. There was the president of that agency censured by parliament. Censured. It hasn't happened in a, in a century. Censured for refusing to disclose records mandated by parliament. There's been a lot of concealment of records. Uh, whether we ever get those records in reasonable time, will depend on the outcome of the election. But everybody knows there was a lot of questions about what went wrong in this pandemic management. This Mm -hmm. is why no one can figure out uh, who thinks they're a winner in this campaign. It's a rhetorical question, Alex. It doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, and and I mean, I've talked a lot about the fact that Mr. Trudeau is still getting such good grades for his pandemic, um, you know, management. Given the number of documents you guys at Black Lorks Reporter have revealed, um, you know, of just the money wasted, the cronyism, the sweetheart deals, there have the. the the public health being in complete disarray. They got, they were supposed to go left, they went straight, then they went right, then they went backwards. I mean, you guys have reported on so much um, bad management. It, it's crazy that it's never really caught on and why he still pulls highly with this. But again, you know, when you talk about these million, almost a million records of all this pandemic mismanagement, I mean, it's all going to go away. That's the beauty of, of at least having a minority government is you can find these things. And, and the government and, and the Trudeau government does not want these things found. Hence the work for a majority. Yeah, we always say, Alex, everything comes out eventually. The only yeah. question is whether it's timely. Now, the fact is people will go to a poll. If, if this is uh, the prime minister sees this as some sort of referendum on his pandemic management, uh, people will be voting blindly because they've seen only a fraction of what yeah. is demonstrable mismanagement. It's been admitted by the public health agency. 
Yeah. Nonetheless, I mean, I just think people are so tuned out. It's a shame because um, this government does not need or deserve to be rewarded for all that bad behavior. But thankfully, I'm glad that you guys are the ones digging it up. I might buy you a new shovel for Christmas this year, Tom. <laughs> I think you need one. <laughs> You've earned it. All right. Cheers. We'll talk again. Thank you, sir. That is Tom Korski, managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. They are a subscription-based magazine. They do a ton of digging. It is worth every single cent because they go through millions of documents looking for the fine print. They generally find it. It's worth the read. Coming up, the Taliban now taking control of Afghanistan. It is now going to be the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. Up next, how could the United States have been caught so off guard? How could coalition forces be so clueless? Terry Glavin will explain. He's on the other side of this break. That is next. Stay here with us, Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto.